sings this song. All you cradle Catholics out there, you should. It's an oldie but goodie. You know, every time I hear it, I smell incense. (laughs) I don't know why, but come Holy Ghost. Great Catholic hymn. Anyway, friends, thank you for joining us this today um, for for the God Minute. All this has got me confused. Okay, (laughs) let's get serious. It is time for prayer to just be held by God as we turn our hearts to him this day. I'm Father Ron. Thanks so much for being with us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Lord, open my lips. And my my mouth shall shall declare your grace. grace. Psalm 47 A God Who Never Leaves Clap your hands, stamp your feet, let your bodies and your voices explode with joy. Despite all attempts to rationalize him out of existence, God is in our world, and he reigns over our universe. The rulers of nations often ignore him. People of learning often pass him by. God is not some human concoction. He is for real, and he is here. The masses of his creatures substitute their own little gods in his place and worship the things they can see and feel. Others build fortresses around themselves and announce no need for God. Our great God will not be ignored. He will not remove himself from our world. That is his promise. Let us recognize his presence and fill the air with his praises. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Chronicles. I have chosen and consecrated this house, says the Lord, that my name may be there forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Today, the church celebrates the feast of the dedication of the Basilica of St. John Lateran. The Basilica of St. John Lateran is one of the four major basilicas in Rome. But why do we take a day on the liturgical calendar to pause and to remember the dedication of a building? Remember the dedication of this building, of this important church, the Cathedral of the Diocese of Rome, the place where the Holy Father himself has his cathedra, his chair. We do this to remember that it is in these places that have been set apart for sacred worship that we come to encounter the living God in a powerful and sacramental way. 
This is precisely the meaning of the word consecrated, that which is set apart for a sacred purpose. Once something has been set apart for a sacred purpose, we know that it shouldn't be used for a profane reason. The chapel at the campus where I studied abroad when I was in college during World War II had been used as a horse stable. And so after the war was over, the chapel had to be reconsecrated and reset apart to be used for purposes devoted only to God and sacred worship. In the Old Testament, we read about the plans for the building of the temple, the actual construction of the temple, and then the great pomp and circumstance that was used to dedicate the temple. And the current ritual that is used to dedicate a church is actually rooted in that historical reality. There is the use of incense, there's the sprinkling of holy water, and there's even anointing with oil. One of my favorite memories of witnessing the dedication of the church was watching Cardinal Dolan of the Archdiocese of New York climb a ladder so that he could smear chrism, that sacred oil that is a sign of consecration, all over the walls of the newly constructed Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Perhaps what is most striking, though, is that the rite that is used to dedicate a church building to be set apart for worship is actually not all that different than the rite that is used to set apart each of us through the sacrament of baptism. There is a pouring of water to symbolize the cleansing that takes place in the rite of baptism, and then there is an anointing with oil to set us apart so that we too can be temples of God. The mark of oil on our bodies as we are baptized and we become children of our Heavenly Father is the mark that is made on the temple as we hear in the reading today. It's a mark that where there is a chosenness and a consecration, where our bodies, temples of the Holy Spirit, become places where the name of God can be raised and praised forever through our lives and the way that we choose to glorify Him in all things. While St. John Lateran is a magnificent cathedral that I hope you get to see one day with your own two eyes, how much more magnificent the cathedrals that each of us become. Places of encounter with God. People who are set apart and chosen to bear witness to the glory of who he is by our words and by our actions. For we too are living stones, living stones that make up the body of Christ and indeed temples where God can be encountered and glorified. And as his temple, as his hands and voice, let us gather ours together and pray the words he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, when I think of your innumerable mercies to me, small and large, I can only cry. What thanks I owe you and what love. Help me to see the ways you support and guide me every day so that I will always find new reasons to thank you. We ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you in his kindness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for making time with us together in prayer, friends. May God's blessing move you into the day of beauty and love. And we'll see you tomorrow.